to the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. I'm your host, Lonnie Swain. I'm a media personality, blogger, and digital influencer. My radio career required many cross-country relocations from my hometown of New Orleans to Baltimore, St. Louis, Chicago, Dallas, and now back to New Orleans. I've had to start over and reinvent myself many times, which has made for interesting experiences, opportunities, and of course, some obstacles. The purpose of this show is to remind you that everyone has to go through something to get somewhere. My hope is that the stories that I share along with my guests inspire, encourage, and incite you to live your best and most authentic personal and professional lives while encouraging self-love and self-care. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Now let's get into the show. So on today's episode about all things blogging, and I'm really excited to have the founder and head writer of the Chicago lifestyle blog, Shy at a Glance. Shy at a Glance covers all things Chicago related from restaurant openings, events, nonprofits, expos, galas, etc. Plus, she has a monthly spotlight feature called A Chicagoan You Should Know, where she interviews a different Chicagoan from various industries to learn their backstory and to learn about different career paths. So Interestingly, I was one of her very first spotlight features. So it's now coming full circle to have Tavy here on my show where I get to interview her. So welcome to the show, Tavy. Thank you so much, Lonnie. I'm looking forward to sharing my insights with blogging. How long have you been blogging? Going on three years in September. So I started in September of 2015. So what made you decide to start this blog? Well, number one, I wanted a place for me to express my creativity, but I also wanted to highlight the city of Chicago in a positive way. Because if you're not from Chicago, you see what the media chooses to highlight, which most of the time is like the crime and the violence. However, Chicago is a thriving, artistic, foodie, beautiful destination to visit, especially during the summertime. I'm going to be honest with you. When I started my blog, it caught on with the public rather quickly. And that's because I had my ducks in a row. I did look and see what other bloggers were doing. So I can definitely um, speak on some pointers or whatnot. So the first thing I feel like you need to focus on, the number one thing, is what your niche is going to be. Because the market is oversaturated right, right now with food bloggers, with fashion bloggers. So you really need to find an angle on what's going to set you apart. So with that, though, you want to make sure whatever you choose you're passionate about because that's what your content will be based around. So mm-hmm. at first, it might feel like you're writing to a black hole. But if you're passionate about the subject you're writing on, you'll keep going because that's your passion. What resources did you use to figure out even how to get started? What hosting site are you going to use and have a background in graphic design or web design? Did you know anything about those things and how did you figure it out? Okay, so basically I was a baby to all of this. So I just randomly started my blog one Saturday morning. And thankfully, my sister does know a little bit more about technology or whatnot. So she actually helped me pick out my theme, which we went to studiopress.com to get the theme, which they're actually very cheap. And there's also free themes that you can get. But what I would do is I would search other bloggers that, you know, you admire, you like their sites. Reach out to them, network, reach out to them, ask them, do they have any suggestions where they can get their blogs at? So I use WordPress.com. There's also like Squarespace. There's WordPress.org. And actually, it's going to matter what topic you choose. So just talking to some fashion bloggers, 
they prefer WordPress.org because they say that they have more say in like the layouts and the themes. So definitely okay. do your research, network, and then reach out to other bloggers that you admire and just ask them for some tidbits on the different sites. What would you say was the most challenging part about starting a blog? You know, I would say when it comes to a lot of bloggers, it's going to be the consistency part. So you want your audience wants to know that you're going to be consistent. They don't want to, you know, follow you for a week and then you're gone for like the next four months. So I would say you need to be consistent. And one piece of advice I would give is even before you launch your blog, have 10 articles already written. And then you can start releasing those articles either once a day or once a week or however you plan on being consistent. That way, people will follow you once they see your consistency. So I would say that's probably going to be the hardest part, finding content, depending on uh, which industry that you choose. So I do lifestyle, so I report on everything. So with me, the content was actually really easy, and then I was able to keep things consistent. So you just want to make sure before you launch, have content already created, and that's going to make things a lot easier. How do you suggest that people start those relationships? So basically what I started doing when I reach out to people, like I said, I do my spotlight features every month. They're called the Chicago and you should know. And that sort of helps me break the ice because people love to be interviewed. So when I reach out, it's more so telling them that I admire their work and then I would like to interview them for my blog. And when we do the interview, I also ask them questions to pick their brain in order to help me. So there's different ways you can go about doing things. And then also, let's say that you want to go to a particular event. You would look up on the website in the media or the press location for that contact. And then when I reach out, I usually do like a little intro. I introduce myself, express my interest in going to the event. And then I send them like one or two samples of the writing of a similar event I've covered in the past. So there's various different ways to reach out. But one of the things that you want to remember is you do need to put yourself out there. Because, I mean, blogging is fun, but you want to be able to, like, go to events and then also build the content for your blog. So you definitely want to get to the point where you feel comfortable reaching out. And it takes time, but eventually you'll get there. And I think that nowadays everybody thinks they wake up in the morning, oh, I'm going to be a blogger and it's going to be so fun. It's a lot of work. People don't realize how much work and time-consuming blogging can be. Just for an example, I have to have four articles that are due by next week. So I was up until 1 o'clock in the morning the last few nights writing articles. But thank goodness that this is my passion. And I am very passionate about the subjects that I write about. So for me, it's really not a big deal. But if you're just doing this in order to just get free stuff or just to go to events here and there, you're going to find that it's very time consuming and you're not going to like it. It's going to become more of a chore for you. So although like you see me and other bloggers out at the events posting on Instagram, you know, we're all dressed up and having a good time. There's a lot of work behind it that people don't realize that goes into it. I mean, just coming up with the hashtags to use, coming up with the content, coming up with your posts and like doing your content calendar. There's a lot of work involved. Something I think a lot of people can get caught up in when you're putting all this hard work into blogging and creating this content. You're staying up till one o'clock in the morning and you post something on Instagram and you get 
10 likes or they feel like a lot of people, oh, I only have this many followers. And I think especially when you're doing it as a business or as a living, how would you describe the numbers gained when it comes to blogging? Well, blogging in itself is a numbers game, but you can't always think about it that way. For example, they have a segment now, which I'm a part of, called micro-influencers. So micro-influencers are people who have between 1,000 to 10,000 followers. And a lot of people now, like a lot of companies and brands are building into their budget for people like micro-influencers because they believe that we have more of a, a niche target market. So let's say like celebrities are out there trying to promote for a brand. Sometimes it can come across not as genuine versus the micro-influencers that have maybe a smaller following, but a following that's actually really going to go out there and support and buy the product. So I wouldn't look at everything as a numbers game because there's room in the market for all of us, no matter how many numbers that you have. With that said, you do have to still read into the numbers based on whatever it is that you're trying to do. Because most people, when you're trying to do sponsorships or monetize, you have to create a media kit and you do have to supply those numbers. And the numbers still have to match up with whatever price you're asking for. Like if you want $50 a post on Instagram or $100 a post, it is going to depend on your numbers, but also the quality of your content as well. So don't let numbers throw you off because I mean as much as it is about numbers it's about so many other factors as well I'm glad you mentioned quality of content do you advise people starting out to go buy camera and you know Lightroom and all these editing softwares um you know it it just depends because honestly when I started off all I had was my little iPhone and I was taking food pics and fashion pics but it it depends as well um, on your editing. So you can do so many things with the iPhone as long as you're using like different editing apps. So I wouldn't say to go out and buy the most expensive camera because like I said, you want to make sure that you're able to keep this up. But what I would do is look for a certain deal. So when I finally did decide to go get my professional camera, I went on this one app where they were selling it like refurbished. And then I became an Amazon influencer and that's when I went ahead and got like this really tripod that I can use just to practice with. So I wouldn't say to go all out, but I definitely would say that there are certain investments that you need to make. And if you're a food blogger, a a good camera is probably going to be one of those investments. It depends how far you're trying to take it and what you're trying to accomplish. Like, are you just trying to get invited to free events? Are you trying to do food reviews like before the restaurant's open to the public? So it depends how big of a business or how far you're trying to take this. Three tips that every blogger should avoid when starting out or three lessons you learn the hard way. Number one, I mean, this is going to be not just with blogging, but with everything. You can't compare yourself to other people. And I want to give an example with that. Let's say you and another blogger started at the same time. And then three months down the road, you're like, oh, my goodness, how did they have 10,000 more followers than me? You don't know their Mm -hmm. situation. They could be using a service where they paid for these followers or they paid for these comments. So number one is definitely don't compare your blogging journey to another blogger. Even if you guys are blogging in the same category, it doesn't matter because you don't know what they're doing versus what you're doing. So if you're going to be blogging, you have to stay focused on your own journey and don't compare yourself to others. Number two is you can't be down on yourself if for some reason you have like a 
sort of like a mind freeze. Like, it's just like, you're not going to constantly always have this great creative content. You might have a time where it's just, you're not focused. You're not coming up with something. And in times like that, you know, you can do things like collaborate with other bloggers. Maybe you just need a refresher or somebody else to help you out. And number three, I would say is always stay consistent. I always try to stress that part. Even though you might think of giving up, just remember why you did this. This is your passion. Stay consistent, stay focused, and keep at it because you never know when your big break is going to happen. If someone wants to get in touch with you to follow your journey, to ask you some questions, how do they do that? Where can they do that? You can definitely find me on social media at Shy to Glance. That's Shy, C-H-I at A-T-A Glance. Or you can also follow me on my website at www.shytoglance.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. Please visit my website, LonnieSwain.com, where you can sign up for my monthly newsletter, check out companion blog posts, show notes, and lots of other cool stuff. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Buzzsprout, CastBox, Anchor, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and my website. I love and appreciate all of your feedback, so don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go where you are celebrated and appreciated, not just tolerated. Talk to you soon.